Carmel College in, in Auckland is the latest school to move fully online for the rest of the week due to staffing issues. Uh, unprecedented sickness and a chronic shortage of relievers means that schools are having to go into survival mode to make it to the end of term, which is this Friday. The Post-Primary Teachers Association President, Melanie Weber, is with us. Hi, Melanie. Heather? Um, Carmel College, not the only school having to do this. How many others are there? We don't have exact numbers, but anecdotally, a huge number of schools are having to make modifications to their timetables at the moment. How, I mean, have any of them been in contact with you? We've spoken with some of them, but they don't need to check in with us in order to shut down or to um, modify their timetables. That's um, okay. So, so that they're, they're, Melanie, they're all mel- they're, they're all um, modifying, but how many of them are actually closing down, like Carmel College? Because of the way the New Zealand education system works, we don't have those numbers. If anyone did, the ministry would, but I don't know that the ministry is collecting it. Okay. What's going on here? Is it actually that staff are like really crook and cannot come to work, or are they just a little bit crook and they could actually work if they wanted to, or are they isolating? There's not much in between with teaching. Um, you're either there or you're not. So even if you are working from home in the way that other people are able to with their jobs, where you go on the bit crock, I'll work from home, you can't do that with teaching because there still yeah. needs to be someone there to supervise the kids. Um, and at this point in the term, they're exhausted. People have been covering gaps, covering for their colleagues, um, doing a heap of work after school hours to support those students who are working from home. And so they're just all out. And so that's what we're seeing at the moment. So could you tell us what proportion of them do you think are actually sick and how many of them are forced to stay home and isolate because somebody in the family is sick? We don't have data on that, but there is um, a mix of what's going on. But what's also happened is because teachers are exhausted, you're then much more vulnerable to other illnesses. So there's a really nasty flu going around at the moment. There's an unpleasant stomach bug. All of these additional things that when you're run down, which everyone is because they've been trying to make things work, you're far more likely to get knocked over by something. We've also had teachers coming back far too soon from having been unwell with COVID. Um, Like I was saying, it's sort of a bit all or nothing in teaching. It's not like you can go, I'm going to take things a bit early, easier. I'm going to go into work a bit later. That's not how it works with teaching. People are back full in and they have run themselves completely into the ground. And so what do you mean they've come back too soon from having had COVID? I think because they've needed to come back into the classroom because there isn't the relief available, they don't have the sick leave, and they're really worried about their students um, in the way that, you know, a lot of people take it a bit easier after having had COVID. You can't do that with teaching. It's not the sort of job you can take easier. Is this, Melanie, sustainable, or are we going to have to go back to to the ways of, of the old days where you came into work if you had a bit of a cold? I don't think it was ever ideal going into school when you had a bit of a cold because it made all your colleagues sick as well. Um, I think suggesting that we should have, you know, snotty, sneezy people around was never great, and particularly in COVID times, not at all. And to be honest, I don't think that teachers are, you know, are always doing that. What do you think? I mean, there's a difference between ideal and what's going to actually happen. What do you reckon? Are we going to go back to that? Well, I think the other thing you have to think about is it's actually the kids who are sick as well. So with Carmel, they've got about 25% of their teachers out, but they've also got 20% of their students out. So Mm. it's not just the teachers who are exhausted at end of term. It's those students as well. Okay, Melanie, thanks for that. Melanie Weber, uh, the president of the Post-Primary Teachers Association.